podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today on this Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about how men are the true romantics. What? But rom-coms say that women will do everything for you. Actually, you know what? If you watch most rom-coms, it's the man who's doing everything. I was watching the movie Don John. It was a movie that Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the guy probably most famous from 500 Days of Summer, he wrote and, and starred in it and directed it. And he plays uh, this like New Jersey bohunk who falls in love with Scarlett Johansson, who's another New Jersey woman. And he's addicted to porn, but he doesn't really come to terms with that. And it's a fascinating movie, but there's a scene where he and ScarJo go to the movies and he kind of equates rom-coms to porn rom-coms are the equivalent for women what porn is to men and it's a really good scene it's very insightful and later on uh, when they break up scar joe's like true love is when a man gives up everything to be with the woman (laughs) the woman he loves and he says well it seems like the the man's giving up a lot What's the woman giving up? You know, and she doesn't really have an answer. So, I mean, it's it's the kind of pedestalization that women want men to do of them, the apotheization almost, turning them into a goddess. Do whatever it takes to serve me. For what? For what? Long term, for what? The man is the catch. The man makes more money. The man's going to age better. So for what exactly? But again, this is what rom-coms are for. Rom-coms, there's two major types of rom-coms. And I like Red Pill Men's Health because over there they do the, the the treatment. They do like 40 different movies that they analyze. But there's the the, the typical female-oriented rom-com where it's man is a cad, but man is good-looking. Man is an alpha guy who bangs a bunch of women, and then he meets a girl. who The girl domesticates him. The girl sometimes is a little messed up. It depends. There's two routes. There's the ingenue route where she's sweet and virginal, but mostly she's a train wreck. And then by the end of the movie, he gives up his 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 alpha bachelor MGTOW ways to go to the plantation. So movies like this would be Crazy Stupid Love, Hitch, Jerry Maguire, Wedding Crashers, movies like that. Then you have the rom-com for men. These are best epitomized by Judd Apatow movies. So you have the schlubby kind of video game, comic book reading loser guy who somehow gets the beautiful woman even though we know the beautiful woman wouldn't give him the time of day. And it's not like because he's ugly and schlubby, but he's ugly, schlubby, and broke. Think of Joe Rogan or Seth Rogan's character on um, Knocked Up, right? He doesn't work. Look at Michael Sarah's character from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He doesn't really work. And we're supposed to believe that both Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Captain Marvel Brie Larson would be with him. I mean, come on. But again, those are rom-coms for men. But my point is this. 
this this idea that women are the true romantics, you don't really see that played out in, in movies and certainly in history. Aren't men the true romantics? You, you see the man rushing like Last of the Mohicans, right? Like all these things, Ivanhoe. Like you, you see all these works of literature. You can see it in Outlander too, the TV show on stars. The man is rescuing the woman. The, the man is risking his life to save the woman. He's the true romantic and the woman's the damsel in distress and, and so forth. That's the true romantic. How often do you see the opposite? The woman will do whatever it takes to get the man. Not that often. And this is what we talk about with war bride syndrome and why women move on faster. So talk about it, of, of invading tribe. An invading tribe comes and think of the the really good Mel Gibson movie, Apocalypto. So you you the, the Mayan movie. So you have a neighboring tribe come in. All the men are going to be like, we're going to fight you. You can't take our wives as slaves. You can't take our kids as slaves. And the men fight. And then the, the men, let's say, will die. The, the, the beta men, let's say the, the, the marauded tribe. So they die for their women, essentially. They die for their women. Then the, the, the marauding chiefs will tell the women, you have a choice. You'll die or you become our, quote, wives, close quote, which back then wasn't really much. You're just a sex slave, essentially. And so the women were like, huh, Burfoe's Law. <laughs> I mean, Burfoe's Law has existed since the beginning of time. Like, yeah, I could die for the guy that's already dead or I could just go with this new guy who is the new alpha. And women respect the new alpha when the, a new alpha beats the the old guy who was your guy. And yeah, at the beginning, they might not like the guy, but eventually they'll learn to like the guy and at the least they'll respect the guy many times. And this is still played out with, with why women move on faster. And you see this well demonstrated. We're going to talk about two examples here with the recent Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Jason Sudeikis triangle, and then Machine Gun Kelly, Brian Austin Green, and, and Megan Fox. You see this played out still today that men don't fundamentally understand that Women don't love the way men do. And how how can men understand this? Because we're not in the mind of a woman. We are men. They are women. That's why you have to just read literature, understand like Brafo's principle, and uh, just just read a lot, right? So Brafo's law is essentially predicated on utility. We've talked about it. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. But women's love is based, it's conditional, it's based on what you can provide them, either with status or money, provisioning, all these things. And once somebody better comes along that provides more of that utility, or you no longer provide that utility, then they then they leave. And they don't look back at past actions as a reason to stay with you. I paid off your debt, I paid for your boob job, I'm a good father, I stood through you, through your, your alcoholism, whatever. No, they don't care. They, they just it move on. Again, war brides in there. They just move on. They'll go with the new Cal Drogo. They'll just move on. And men are reeling because I really loved you. I was going to stay with you for how can you do this? How can you be with a new guy a week later? Because they don't understand female nature. And look, you can't get mad at women for acting and being this way. This is just the way they're wired. Just like you can't get mad at men who, if all things were equal, would rather be with a 24-year-old hottie than a 44-year-old. Okay, women can shame men for that. You're a pig. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're robbing the cradle. All these things, but those are just shame tactics because they're just mad. And men do the shame tactics too when women move on faster. 
you're a whore, you're a blah, blah, blah. Look, you just got to understand both sexes are shallow, but they're shallow in different ways. Men want young, fertile, beautiful. Women want status, provisioning, security, money. So you look at the recent event of, of Olivia Wilde. So Olivia Wilde was with Jason Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live for seven years. They have two kids together. And it, was, it came out recently that, that she's dating Harry Styles. They were seen at a wedding holding hands. And uh, it was the, the, the original spin was that Sudeikis and Wada split up a year ago and that Styles and Wilde met this last October while Styles was filming Wilde's movie. And that's how it started. But now Sudeikis has kind of come out and he's, you know, he's heartbroken. He said, I, I wanted to work. I still love Olivia. I want to stay for our children. These are, these are common things you hear men say when a woman leaves them unceremoniously. And what you find out was, in fact, no, that, that was from her publicist camp. In truth, they were, Sedakis and Wad were together in the fall when they were filming, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde were filming the movie, and like with a lot of movie romances, they, quote, fell in love, which is really just infatuation and sex, right? It's just no doubt. You can see Olivia Wilde's perspective. This is one of the most famous men in the world, Harry Styles. Right? Women can get, beautiful women like Olivia Wilde can get rich men, but there's a higher level, the rich men who are famous, world famous. How many women can say that they're with Brad Pitt or Elon Musk or these just, everybody knows people. Harry Styles is one of the most famous people in the world in terms of singing. So you could see clearly why she'd want to be with him. Harry Styles has a history of dating older women, but he also has a history of dumping older women. But either way, so... So that's the probably the real story is that she uh, fell in love with fell in quote fell in love with Styles while she was with Sudeikis. How can this be? That's so wrong. Familiarity breeds contempt. The longer you're with somebody, this happens. Women project qualities they want their man to have, even though that man might at the beginning and always consistently say, "I don't have these qualities." And then when the woman realizes he doesn't have the qualities, she's disillusioned. Once a woman's disillusioned, she starts rationalizing her behavior as to why she should cheat or leave or whatever like that. And no doubt, some of it was caught up with the vanity. You know, Harry Styles finds me attractive. Is she thinking about her kids? No. Solipsism. Solipsism prevents women from thinking about their kids. Solipsism will tell them and allow them to rationalize. Well, my kids will be fine. Jason and I will co-parent. Things will work out. Well, look at the stats of the stepfather effect. Kids who are, who are not raised by their biological father have a lower IQ. Kids who are raised by a non-biological father have a 40 times more likely chance to be physically and sexually abused, not to mention drug use, teen pregnancy, incarceration, all these things. But no, okay, you show them the studies, they'll just, but uh, uh, no, but we're the exception. We'll make it work. That's just solipsism. You see it played out with Machine Gun Kelly too. So it was the same scenario. Brian Austin Green had three, four, three kids with Megan Fox. And like, it, it's kind of the same thing. When they met, she was very young. He had a little more status, even though she was coming out with the Transformers movies. And no doubt she's beautiful. And they were together and they broke up a couple of times and got back together. And then she meets Machine Gun Kelly on the video of a, on the set of a movie. Same thing. Sparks fly. She dumps the father of her child, Brian Austin Green, and moves on to a higher level, higher status guy. Nobody from the Gen Zs or millennials even know who Brian Austin Green is. His claim to fame is from my generation. He was on 90210, a show that ended over 20 years ago. So she goes from a 90s teenage star to 
I mean, I don't like his music, uh, to a, a pretty recognizable star. Makes sense. Proposed law, hypergamy, monkey branching, this all makes sense. Is she thinking about her three kids? No. I just appreciate when people are intellectually honest. Just be like, you know what? This is what I want Olivia Wilde and Megan Fox and all these women who leave their men, because remember, women initiate divorce 75% of the time, and it's 90% of the time when they're college educated. I just wish these women would be honest and be like, yeah, I left my man because I want to be with a new man, and I know uh, statistically this isn't good for my kids, but I don't care. This is good for me, and ultimately that's what I care about. I just would love that. It would be just so refreshing to hear that. Just like it would be refreshing for a man to be like, yeah, I'm leaving my 50-year-old wife for a 25-year-old hottie because she's younger and hotter. Honesty. So nice. So guys, understand. Men are willing to die lots of times for the women. I'm not saying all men. I mean, there's men who've been married for 25 years who can't stand their wife, and probably their wife doesn't like them either. That's why you see the biggest rate of divorce in age groups is actually in the 50s, and women are initiating those. Uh, because lots of times they know, well, I'm living another 30 years. Why do I want to be with this guy another 30 years? But you you see this kind of phenomenon where women will just leave men and not really care that they're bankrupting the man because they, they'll take half of the money. They don't have to take half the money, but of course, why are you going to pass up free money? They, they take half the money. They, they don't care how it affects the man when they take the kids, when they saddle them with alimony and child support. They don't care because women need security and almost crave security more than they need their husbands. And also they know kind of husbands are interchangeable and they can just find a new guy sometimes if they still have a modicum of attractiveness. Now, if they're the true incels, middle-aged, overweight women, uh, they might not ever find another man, but at least they got the cash payout and now they're free and single like Bravo tells them to be in all those shows. Be free, middle-aged, single because you'll bang all these dudes. Well, a large majority of these women will never bang another dude and there'll be desperate ladies who get manipulated by these con artists, <laughs> like that guy in Canada who manipulated three female incels and it got like $500,000 out of them. But it is what it is. That's what women do. So look, you can always still buy into the classic reason a marriage ends. The man cheats or the man leaves the wife. And you can believe that all you want, but the stats don't bear it out. They bore it out in 1945, but they don't bear it out since no-fault divorce was initiated in 1970. Women initiate divorce, not the man. And you see with Jason Sudeikis, you see uh, Brian Oster Green, who was the same guy. He was like, I really want her to come back. It's best for the kids. They both say and echo the same thing because they're heartbroken. They can't believe that their woman did this, and they want their kids to have an intact house. Are these guys perfect? No. But they want to do what's best for their family. And you see men who do this. You see men who see this and, and talk like this. Well, let's work it out. We have kids. Let's do it. Let's do it. And the women are like, I'm out. And then the men are heartbroken because they don't understand Brafo's law. They don't understand hypergamy. They don't understand solipsism. So unfortunately, these celebrities and the millions of men around the world who listen to this podcast or you know who, who live in the West, learn it. Understand it so you're not blindsided. Unconditional love does not exist. I will repeat that. Unconditional love does not exist. Wake up. If you tell your wife, we're going to go live on the streets for five years and we're going to eat maggot-ridden pizza carton, pizza that's left in old cartons, you think she's going to stay with you? Come on. No. If she has any, any looks, any choice, no. And conversely, if your wife gains 500 pounds, 
you might stay with her because that's the right thing to do because men tend to be more honorable than women, but you're probably going to cheat on her if you have the chance. So look, unconditional love's a joke. Let's be real. And I, and I think it's good for couples that when they get married to say, look, I'm marrying you for who you are right now or whatever higher, better level you might be. But understand, I mean, too bad we can't put this in contract. I'm sure you could. The man tells the woman, woman, I ex- you're in shape right now. I expect you to stay in shape for the next 20 years as much as you can. I don't want you gaining more than 10 pounds. And if you do gain more than 10 pounds, you know, initiate the divorce clause or whatever. You know, And the woman's like, yes, I understand you're marrying me at who I am right now or the sexual availability I'm giving you right now or whatever, the kindness I'm giving you right now. I will not do the bait and switch. If I do the bait and switch, such and such and such will happen. You know, whatever, whatever, you know, penalty you can put in. And conversely, the woman can be like, man, I'm marrying you because you provide X and X and Y and so forth. As long as you're providing X and Y and so forth, I will be with you and be faithful in all these things. But if you don't, such and such and such occur. Maybe that's what we need in marriage. Penalties. Especially for people who are not religious. Go to that, that episode I just did on like my, my unicorn if I had to marry. Maybe that's what we need nowadays is penalties because there's no penalties when you sign the marriage contract right now. There's none. It's just like, oh, I hope she doesn't change. Oh, I hope he doesn't change. Oh, oh, he changed. Oh, she changed. Divorce. No, maybe we need to put it to penalty laws. Either way, guys, understand hypergamy and learn from it. Website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have. If you want to help us out, click on the PayPal link found in the episode notes here and donate whatever money you can. I'm also an Amazon affiliate. So if you go to Naturopathic Earth, my website, and there's a link in the episode notes, click on the link in the episode notes. Takes you to my website. Then you'll see my two books on the right side, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Click on that, and then it takes you to Amazon. The other way you can get to Amazon is if you go to my articles and go to one of my 200 recipes, and there's Amazon pictures there. Click on that. Either way, get to Amazon through my website. And then anything you buy from there, I get a 2% commission. No expense to you. If you want to talk, from need red pill help, weight loss help, whatever, contact me through the clarity.fm link. And we can talk. And most importantly, probably not most importantly, because the most important thing would be, of course, you to donate money to help defray the cost of this podcast. But it is important to me, and it doesn't cost you anything. Post an honest review, please, especially if you have an Apple product. It means quite a bit to me. Also, subscribe to The Awaken Man and post an honest review for Female Holistic Health News. We just did an episode on how hard it is for preg- women over age of 40 to get pregnant. And also, post an honest review and subscribe to Confessions of an Obese Child if you deal with food addictions and early childhood trauma. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails.